Hello, welcome to the Dentist Profit Playback. My name is Dr. Harry Singh, your host on how to grow your facial aesthetics business. Thank you for joining me in this podcast episode where I'm going to talk about the powerful effects that newsletters can have in terms of upselling to your existing patients but also attracting new patients to your facial business. So let's uh, see what it is. So some people have a stigma attached to newsletter. You don't necessarily have to call it a newsletter. You can call it your top tips, etc. Um, so if you are hung up on the word newsletter or you think patients um, think it's a bit old fashioned, then um, I'm gonna be talking about newsletter throughout this episode, but obviously you can rename it, rebrand it according to your personal and obviously more importantly, what your patient tastes are. So for argument's sake, I'm gonna say call it newsletter. So newsletter, is a piece of content that you send to your patients on a regular basis. And that leads me to my next point, how often? So if you um, listen to the internet marketers, they say the more you um, send something to your email database, the more money you make. And I know some top internet marketers that will be sending something every day to their um, database. I wouldn't recommend that um, for my personal experience, patients, would appreciate that as well there. So as a minimum, a bare minimum, you need to be sending out your newsletter once every three months. That is a bare minimum. What I do now, we send it out after every week there. So we call it like the weekly pulse. So if you're part of my box train talks and climb my train academy, you'll notice you'll get the weekly pulse as it says on a weekly basis and it works. When I first started, I was doing probably a newsletter once every nine months, 12 months. Then I increased it to once every three months and my income grew because more people were booking workshops interested in what I was doing and same vice versa. Now I've increased it to once a week. My income is growing even more because people are seeing my message more often there. And I, that would be the maximum for me once a week there. Um, but for my facial aesthetic patients in my own clinics, um, I would send it once every three months. So what medium channel can you use? There's two ways you can um, send your newsletter. You can do the e-newsletter. Obviously, with your country, make sure you follow the GDPR or regulation in terms of privacy. People have opted in. So here in the UK, if you've already got an existing relationship, you can um, send them an e-newsletter, but always give the option to un. Sub, 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 subscribe and if you it's a new patient or they're not existing patient of yours then you do need their permission before you send out the newsletter so you can do an e-newsletter that's going to be the easiest and the quickest um you said the certain crm systems that you can use for example infusionsoft hubspot mailchimp constant contact active campaign and they will follow the regulation and they've got templates that you can use and also brand them and it's quite easy to place the content in their um, templated newsletters. The other way is the printed version. We do find the printed version does convert more. People or patients keep the printed version a lot longer and also they're more willing to take extra copies and share it amongst their family and friends. But obviously it's more expensive because obviously you're printing. So if you've never done a newsletter, I'll say start off with the e-newsletter every three months. If you've been doing a regular e-newsletter for quite a while, then your patients are used to it. The uptake's gonna be a lot better. Then I would convert to the printed version. 
Okay, what do you include? So I like to talk about the three P's when I do my newsletter. So every newsletter will have the three P's in it. The first P is peace content, content. Peace, P-I-E-C-E. -E. Basically knows educational content. So it could be how to look after my skin in summer, how to prevent premature aging, um, myths about toxin, um, why one meal or liquid is plenty, et cetera, et cetera. So your piece content is your first piece, educational base. And it positions you as an expert amongst your patients. And because um, patients are sharing your news as they just need to forward that email, patients that are not part of your clinic will see you as an expert and you've built up that credibility and they will choose you over your competitors. So first is piece, P-I-E-C-E, content educational. Second is personal. So there's two ways you can do personal. It can be personal, personal, where you talk about your family, your children, your hobbies, etc. Or it could be personal stroke professional. So it could be you've started a new skin cream, a new skin product, um, or you've got a new course, etc. So some people in Afghanistan don't want to be personal, personal, and tell their fa not family secrets, but talk about their family, etc. They want to keep that separate. Then I'll call it personal, professional. You're still talking about you based what you're doing in a professional capacity. So that's the second P is personal. And then the third P is promotional. So we don't want all our new lists to be just about promotions because people see a spam and they'll delete on unsubscribe. So promotional could be maybe a new service you're offering, um, offer of the month, etc. So the three P's piece, content, educational, three personal, either it's personal, 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 professional, or free um, promotional. That's what's included. The final thing I want to discuss with you is common objections I get when I teach this during my workshops. I can see the looks on people's faces, and there's normally three objections people come up to me. And what I like to say, it's your own prejudice. You're look, taking it from your own angle, from your own mindset, and patients are not thinking exactly the same way as you do. So the first object is, I don't know what to write, what to write. There's a couple of things you can do. Have a Google notification and Twitter not notification. And I have that on facial aesthetics, Botox, streamers, lip fillers. And then it will show you what's trending, what people are talking about. And that will give me the subject of what I want to talk about. And I'll make it relevant as well. So let's say um, in the UK, you've got a poem called Love Island that's being shown at the moment. You could talk about who do you think's had treatment, who do you think's not had treatment, or who's got the best teeth, or who's got the best smile, best skin. Same game in the football tournament, Euros. Um, you could say, okay, which team has got the best skin? Um, do men have Botox, etc. So there's so many ways you can be creative thinking of headlines, topics, content you can write about. But say def definitely get Twitter and Google alerts on your keywords you've chosen, Botox, facial aesthetic, skin, dermal or whatever you offer and want to talk about, and you'll get three to four ideas easily every day. There'll be plenty of ideas. If you're doing a new setter once every three months, you'll definitely have loads of ideas. The other objection I get from dentists is patients won't read it. Yes and no. I guarantee you there'll be some emails you get that you put everything else on hold to read. Like I'm a big Liverpool fan. So any emails I get about Liverpool Football Club, I stop what I'm doing. 
and I'll reopen it straight away and read it. You will have patients like that. Yeah, you'll have patients that won't read it, but so what? If you never send a newsletter, no one's going to read it. So I guarantee you, you will have patients that love you, love the service you offer. They are waiting for you to send us some communication. And then the third and final objection I will get is people or patients will unsubscribe. That's good. If they're not interested in what we're writing about, we're only sending every three months. If they want to unsubscribe, that's not the type of patient I want. Because with our treatments and services, it's a partnership. Yeah, we can do the injectables and the treatments, but it's more important what they do at home. So if they're going to unsubscribe from an email newsletter that only comes every three months, that's not the type of patient I want. They're actually doing me a favour. So let's go recap on the five elements that make a perfect newsletter. First, know what it is. Don't have to call it a newsletter, can call it your top tips if you feel that's less spammy. Two, decide how often you're going to be sending your newsletter. Minimum every three months or once a week if you're already sending one and you want to up your game. What medium channel are you going to stick to the e-newsletter or are you going to have a printed version? What are you going to include? The three P's, piece content, personal, promotional. And then final, number five, overcome your own objections. These are not the patient's objections. They are you as a clinician, as a dentist. These are your own objections. What to write? No one's going to read it. Patients would unsubscribe. So hopefully you've enjoyed um, this podcast, taking away some useful tips. And so now please go away and start writing your newsletter.